Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. My name's Emma. And my name is Josh. It's Listener Questions Day. It's Wednesday and I'm so excited. These are these are really fun questions uh, that we got yeah, this week. Yeah, got some good ones. There's one uh, that I'm very curious to, to hear what you have to say about, Emma. So... Uh, it's gonna be. We, we get a lot of requests for for you to talk about this this specific question. <laughs> so I think this will be a good one uh, to talk about. But I won't give it away yet. So uh, let let's just jump in, shall we? You ready for this? This is gonna be good. Definitely. All right. Uh, first question we got is: uh, Is there any free kids stuff to do at any of the hotels, preferably on the monorail loop? Is there maybe like an awesome playground or something like? That well, I got good news for you, uh, anonymous person who sent in this question. I think it was Leah, but the next question is from Leah too. Oh, so. oh, okay, Leah. Leah sent this in. Well, what's up, Leah? Uh, faithful listener <laughs> of the show. Uh, yeah, there, there's all kinds of stuff going on on the monorail loop. Uh, what do you think, Emma? Oh my gosh, totally! And awesome playgrounds. Like literally every resort has an awesome playground. Yeah. I I, I kind of miss the days when Dart, my youngest brother, he's now getting to be a little bit of a teenager. Um, but I really miss the days when he was little because he loved those playgrounds so much. We would almost go playground hopping. Like Saratoga Springs has a really good one. In fact, some of the resorts have like more than one. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I remember we, we rode bikes from old Key West over to Disney Springs, downtown Disney. Um, and we stopped at like old Key West playground, Saratoga Springs playground. Um, but Animal Kingdom Lodge has like a gorgeous one. I think Animal Kingdom Lodge is a really good resort. Although that's not on the monorail, but they have. <laughs> like the cookie decorating which we've talked about before yeah. that's like at noon at uh boma and over at sanaa at kidani village they have um oh gosh what is it cupcake decorating it's like really it's similar to the cookie mm-hmm. decorating um and they have like drumming classes and they have like uh medallion rubbing where like you kind of color uh, over the medallions on the floor to like make a design which is always really fun um but let's see on the monorail um the- those do Oh, go sorry, ahead. Sorry, you... sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was. I'm just trying to think. I'm sure they have playgrounds. I just can't picture them right now. Um, well, you got to think the the pools too. Uh, yeah. Really, like, I, I just keep. I I have Polyn- the Polynesians fresh in my head. Uh, that place yeah. has a really great pool, and it also of all of the um, uh, m- movies under the stars that they do oh, uh, that yeah. I've that I've seen. Uh, Polynesian has a really nice one. Those uh, are always fun. Yeah, because yeah, that's kind of out on the beach, and they have a big, giant screen. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, they have marshmallow toasting, too. I keep wondering when... Have you seen this in action, Josh? Uh-uh. Because they have these long sticks and the marshmallows, and then they have these fire pits. And lately, they've actually built new fire pits specifically for the marshmallow roasting activity. But the kids, you know, stick the marshmallow in the fire, and it's like there's fire, there's a long stick, there are small children who are just out of the pool and running around barefoot like you i don't know somehow watching it from a distance it looks like a little bit of a liability like it looks fun (laughs) it just looks like a little bit of a recipe for disaster especially like when the marshmallows catch fire but it is fun it's free which we should probably say i feel like a lot of this stuff like if you're staying at another resort like you can still come and do it it's not like they're checking room keys or anything yeah at the pool you you won't be able to swim in the pools um but like you totally you can watch the movie or you know roast a marshmallow or like you know do the medallion rubbing at the animal kingdom lodge um polynesian is a good one though i think they have luau uh not luau but hula lessons sometimes too okay I, yeah, I was going to um, say for, for kids on the monorail loop, definitely Polynesian, definitely I think, is, Polynesian. Is, is the one to pick there. Yeah. Um, 
Grand is fun to walk around to. Gosh, there must be a playground at the Grand. I'm just blanking on it right now. I can't picture it. Um, but I feel like all of them are fun to just explore. Um, yeah. You know, the Contemporary has like a cool like beach area back there too. So I feel like when I when I was walking around the Grand Floridian that I saw a playground. And I'm just trying the, to remember. Yeah. It's it's always kind of fun finding the playground because often it's tucked in a place you wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. Like you, you know, you've never been in that part of the resort. Coronado Springs has a really cool playground back by their pool by the dig site. Um, Boy, you know what? I, there, I'm looking at a list of playgrounds on the official Disney World website and Grand Floridian <gasps> is not on the list. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Because uh, I, I know they have, like, tennis courts and stuff, but yeah. I guess they don't have a playground. Wow. Uh, uh, Polynesian's not on this list either. Huh. Where? That's interesting. I guess it's hard because the Polynesian, they have that, like, water play area. Is that maybe they don't maybe, have yeah, a playground now, but they have this water yeah, play area Yeah, maybe because they've got these, like, plussed up pools. Uh, hmm. That they're, yeah, they're I have to admit, that. if you're looking for playgrounds, the monorail resorts aren't the first ones that are coming to mind. Like Animal Kingdom Lodge, Coronado, yeah. uh, Saratoga, those have the fun playgrounds. Yeah. Um, Boy, there you go. I, I, I yeah. confirmed on the Diz board, no playgrounds oh, at Polynesian wow. or Grand Floridian. That is kind of surprising. Hmm. All right. There you go. All right. Let's see. So this next question is also from Leah. When the parks stay open really late at until after midnight, do any of the table service restaurants stay open late too? I just realized I meant to look up the answer to this, and I didn't. I know that there have been times when, uh, okay, so suppose uh, it's very hard to get a reservation for, like, Be Our Guest. And one time I remember uh, that at some point Disney, like, releases their the hours or whatever. Um, and D- Magic Kingdom was going to stay open until 11. Uh, and so they suddenly had two extra hours that uh, Be Our Guest had reservations for, and I was able to snag oh. one. So I know that at least when it's open till 11. Now, I don't know past midnight uh, if restaurants are staying yeah. open that late. I know that, like, when um, when Epcot uh, it stays open till 11, uh, that and you can walk through World Showcase late at night, um, that there's nothing open back there. It's like it's like a mm. ghost town back there. But... Uh, but but maybe that's changed. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. What what, what did you dig yeah. up there? Emma? Just looking around Google, it looks like it's about till eleven is yeah, is kind okay. of the latest. That and sounds then about right. If it's the parks open past eleven, the restaurants probably won't be. That sounds about right. So, yeah. 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 So there you go. Uh, nice, nice and easy. Uh, I, um, I I think that I think that's right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And I mean, I guess the main way to see would be to call call up the, you know, or, you know, to try to make a reservation because I'm sure the reservation system will show you. Yeah. Although you got to think if people are sitting down at 11, they're not going to be done until 12 or 12. I mean, yeah, that that may be why they. So I think that's probably why. Yeah. 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 There you go. All right. uh, Now we get to the question I was really excited about. For you to talk about this is one of the most requested questions we get uh, it's, a, it's a variation of it aiden wants to know can you explain the process of becoming a cast member or with the college program so emma you know anytime you mention that you were a cast member at disney world everybody asks like why don't you guys do an episode where you just talk about emma's experience as a cast member and we'll definitely do that at some point <laughs> yeah we'll have to do that i want to i want to like, i want to do like a full interrogation and like find out every <laughs> single thing uh about what that was like but just for now talk about the process of becoming a cast member like how does how does that yeah. all work 
So um, the way it worked, I mean, you, you apply online, obviously, these days. You go online and apply. Um, and then you usually will get a uh, – you can, like, uh, I think put in, like, the things that you're most interested in. So, like, concierge or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so I did not do the college program. I just went mm-hmm. and applied as a cast member, um, which actually you have to be a little – I remember I applied for an internship um, and then I went and applied as a normal cast mm. member. And I actually had to make sure, like, you were allowed to do it that way. But I think that, like, I wasn't allowed to apply for another internship within six months. And, like, the system got mixed up and thought I was applying for another internship. Oh, so I okay. had to use a different email or something. So make sure you read the rules. Because sometimes, like, I thought my resume had gone through and it hadn't. I had to resubmit it. Um, anyway, uh, you you apply and, and I think there are different categories. So obviously, for if you're interested in doing the college program, um, you go through the college program application website. And usually, so there are different ways to do the college program. My college didn't offer that as like giving credit for mm-hmm, it or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't going to take a semester off to do it, which which you could do. And I think nowadays it's usually the semester. I'm not sure about the summer program, but sometimes they have like a summer college program option too. Um, but anyway, if, if you've just graduated from college, you're, you can still apply for the college program. I just didn't want to live in the college program housing. My brother already lived down there. Um, so I just applied for a normal, you know, part-time position. They usually put you part-time first. Um, I got, you know, a call back to come into the casting building for uh, a uh, interview, which was really exciting. It's fun. Like, it's such a cool building. It's across the street from Disney Springs. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the doorknobs, have you seen pictures of them? They're, like, the doorknob in Alice in Wonderland. Oh, nice. Like, there's a big mural. Like, it's just a really obviously Disney-fied building. I met with, you know, a uh, interviewer, really nice. Um, and, you know, it was like, it was pretty much a standard interview, but it was really nice, actually, um, like, in terms of, because there's so many different uh, roles at Disney World, obviously, that I think it's, like, hard to place you because, like, the one you're interested in might not be open right mm-hmm. away, so they might be able to put you in another one. So, like, I was most interested in, like, concierge or front desk. Um, so we kind of went through, like, a lot of different options, like, you know, like, openings that they had then. Um, and the one I was interested in that I ended up uh, getting was um, a uh, greeter at the boardwalk. So it was, like, part-time, and you just would stand outside and welcome people in, walk them up to the front desk, oh, that, um, that, you know, answer dream. any questions. It was fun. I got. I wore this like big red hat. Um, it was a fun costume. All the Disney costumes are so fun. See, once you have a job, um, you know, once you're a, a cast member, you mm-hmm. can actually pick up other shifts because a lot of shifts don't right. require a lot of training. Mm-hmm. So, like, I picked up a lot of shifts at like Pizza Planet. I picked up a shift at uh, Pinocchio's Village House at um, uh, Pecos Bills, and and they were just basic things like you know you take the food and move it to the other side of the counter, or like you'd go around and sweep up and you know clean things. So, um, it was fun that you know I I only you know I had a number a certain number of days at the boardwalk, but then I could pick up other shifts, um, and then eventually I I I did transfer at the boardwalk to become front desk and concierge. So I got trained on those things, which was really fun. Um, yeah, so that's that's about how it starts out online, um, and then you you go through the interview process, which was really nice. I, I thought it went well for me. So that's really, but yeah, cool. it definitely is the kind of company where you you're probably gonna have to move around. You know, you won't be able to start out exactly where you want to be. Yeah, you'll start out somewhere slightly different, and then you'll you know network with people, talk to your managers, meet other managers, and then you'll be able to kind of transfer to where you'd like to be. It's like a whole n- a network uh, system within. Definitely. <laughs> I, I, Huge network system. I remember hearing in uh, 
interview with the, with a guy who had done, um, I think, like janitorial service uh, ah. for Disney, and he was saying he basically said like, if you want to get a job at Disney. Uh, just apply to be a janitor <laughs> because they're always Definitely. looking for people to do that. <laughs> they're always looking for something. So like it might not be exactly what you wanted, but it'll yeah. give you a foot in the door. I knew a girl who did uh, housekeeping for a couple months and oh, then was fun. able to transfer to front desk and concierge. So, yeah. Interesting. That's cool. Well, there you go. So we'll uh, we'll I'll 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 interrogate Emma further uh, in, a, in another episode. But uh, we do have one more question uh, today. What what what's the last question we got here, Emma? Yeah. So we have what element of Disney do you love most? I.e. rides, music, food, shows, parades, or something else? Oh boy, this is a big one. <laughs> I don't know. I I, th- I think like when I think about like missing Disney World, like when I'm at home mm-hmm. and I want to go back, do do I do I miss? Space Mountain, or do I miss? Uh, I, I think what it is, I think I miss like, just that I miss the like the environment. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I miss that yeah. feeling of walking on the boardwalk. Yes. You know what about you? Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I think like if I had to boil it down, I'd say the resorts because I feel like that's mm-hmm. what I think about the most. Like I miss just like getting up early and sitting by the Polynesian pool and listening to the music, mm-hmm. or I miss, you know, listening to the band at the Grand Floridian, um, you know, or miss like just, you know, taking a stroll around the lake at Coronado Springs. Like, you know, I, 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 if I had to pick one thing I loved most, I would probably say the resorts. Although it's like, if I feel like if, if Disney was just resorts and like didn't have the parks, it wouldn't be as right. magical. So it's like, it is all of these elements. Like when you take one out, it definitely yeah. alters it. It all sort um, of... And- it all sort of like comes together, so it's like it's sort of just the overall experience. It's not like I don't know, like uh, you know, you said you're sitting by the pool at the poly or whatever, and it's like you can decide, oh, I maybe I want to walk over to Grand Floridian today, or maybe I want to get on yeah. the monorail and go to Magic Kingdom. Hmm, what am I gonna do today? You know what I mean? It's like mm. just this kind of fun, sort of like magical experience yeah. where you can do anything you want. I don't know. Yeah, and so many of the elements that you love, like, you don't even notice the first time. You know, like, Disney yeah. really works hard. Like, my dad always likes to notice the landscaping. Like, they do a really beautiful yeah. job with all the different plants. But you could just walk by and not even yep. notice. Like, oh, my gosh, look at that crazy tree or that interest in those beautiful flowers and, and the music especially. It's amazing how effective that music is. And especially, like, in, like, transitioning you from one land to another, like, Um, Like Epcot is always the one I think of because like you have all those different countries and then you have future world. But it's like Disney obviously has been a lot of thought into this, like the the soundtrack as you move, like maybe it's super futuristic at the at the fountain. But like as you're moving towards Canada or Mexico, like it's becoming a little bit more exotic, Mm -hmm. you know, not just futuristic. And then when you're in Canada, it's like. Yeah, or, or or Mexico. I guess I can't think of Canadian music. Um, <laughs> but uh, although they they had that show for a while there, didn't they? Where there were like log splitters who who were singing like Canadian uh, yeah. rocking. Yeah. Oh, gosh, but but like it's it's cool the way I feel like it transitions. Yeah. Like one music melts into the next. Same as Magic Kingdom. Like the frontier music melts into the adventure music, which melts into the tomorrow music. You know, it it, yeah. it, it they're different things, and yet they're sort of. Uh, you know, bound together, really, in a really subtle way through the music. I really like the the music at Tomorrowland a lot. I just sometimes ah, I go on that. So good. Whoever uploaded that like 
45 <laughs> minute loop of the Tomorrowland music and all the music at Disney World. I just, oh my gosh, I love those loops. I listen to them <laughs> all the time. I have I downloaded on my on iTunes just the music for Space Mountain and the music for um, Spaceship Earth. And if I'm ever stressed out, I just listen <laughs> to the music and it calms me down. I know. It might be a little weird, but it is it is a it is no, a thing about me. I, I listen to Tomorrowland music while I work out. I feel like it makes nice. me like I hate doing exercises. <laughs> but it's like if the Tomorrowland music is there in the background, I'm not thinking about how much I hate doing these push ups. Yeah. I'm thinking about, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> the Disney Springs soundtrack is my new favorite thing. Yeah, it's Have good. you it, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I they should sell it like like it's amazing. I want to know who produced it, and you know, because it's 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 like your favorite Disney tunes from um, from the movies, but they're like Disney Worldified. Yeah. If that makes any sense, because they're like in a slightly different tinkly tune. Like like it takes you a second to realize what song you're listening to, but then once you realize it, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah. I, w- I wish that somebody who has worked in music for Disney and like Disney World would write a book. Or something, just uh, kind of explaining like that'd be what it is like because there's like a whenever you listen to any sort of Disney song, there is like something about it that just feels very <laughs> familiar, even if it's a completely different song you've ever heard before. It just it has that feeling to it, and I just want to know what that is. What is that feeling that I feel? Yeah, <laughs> how did that happen? Explain this to me. Yeah, what am I feeling right now? <laughs> you made me feel it. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, very fun. Well, uh, I guess that's about it for this. We'll we'll, we'll be back on Monday with an all-new episode of our uh, beloved Disney World A to Z podcast. If you have questions for the show, feel free to email us. Uh, Go to our website, www.a-to-z.com, and uh, there you'll find a submission form, or you can just join our private Facebook page uh, and uh, be on board with our Disney World A to Z community. We've got, like, almost 300 people on there now. We're having a blast. Uh, and also, uh, Emma, if, if people want to uh, leave us an iTunes review, we, we, we wouldn't uh, complain about that. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> Always helps out the show, which is very kind of everybody. Um, and then uh, what else? Like, what, what's the social media accounts? Yeah, so if you head over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, we're Disney World A to Z. I always post fun uh, photos when the new episodes go up, um, fun little alphabet graphics. So give us a like, give us a follow. We'd love to see you there. Awesome. Okay, like I said, we'll be back on Monday. So everybody, until then, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. Have a magical day. Bye.